What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. Mike Russo, different intro tonight. Uh, Fuck You Anyway by Discipline. Kind of goes with with, um, with what I'm going to talk about here for a second. Uh, This is um, something a little different, like I said. This is, I've I've worked at a million different places with a million different personalities, a million different people, and... Although the faces, the, the the faces change, there's always constants. There's always a constant. One of those constants is the woe guy, quote unquote woe guy. And you gotta bear with me on this. This is a term, woe guy, that someone says to you when they want to say something, without saying something. Now at every job I've ever had, and there was a lot of them, there was always one. At least one guy, one woe guy. But a lot of times there was two woe guys. Now the second guy is worse is worse than the other guy. Because the second guy he's trying to emulate the other guy, which is usually the older, successful woe guy. But what he doesn't understand is that even though the quote unquote air quotes would call him the master woe guy, is the boss He's really not successful. He's actually a very sad individual who's just emulating his, quote, master before him. And he doesn't even really have his own identity. And I guess we'll call the second guy the Padawan in um, celebration of Star Wars this week. 
the Padawan thinks that if he says and acts like the master, he'll get ahead. In other words, the Padawan is kissing the master's ass. Stop it. The cycle of douchedom has to end. Just be yourself. Work hard. Take your respect. Don't kiss ass. Don't be a clone. He'll love it, but don't do it. You don't have to be a clone to make it. And if you're successful by being a douche, because your douche showed you the ropes, that's great. But I'm comfortable knowing I am who I am on my own merits without kissing ass or pandering to somebody. You know, I don't think there's anything worse than a passive-aggressive man. And that's what that woe guy shit is. It's just passive-aggressiveness. Trying to say something without saying something. Meanwhile, someone like me, I know you. I've seen you a million times. I've dealt with you a million times. Some woe guys, they'll even try to switch it up and be rebels. They're the rebels of the woe guys. They'll say, woe Sammy. I swear to God, I've heard it. They say, woe Sammy. It's happened on multiple occasions. I've witnessed this firsthand. These people are worse. Because now they, 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 they're trying to be cute with it. They're trying to be, oh, I'm different. But they're not. They're just another clone. Stop being a clone. The non-self-awareness of the woe guy, when he tries the woe guy shit in the real world, not on the job site, where words like guy, chief, or big man, they just don't work in the real world world those are the terms used by the woe guy to hide themselves from you when the woe guy calls you chief he's really calling you a piece of shit that lives under his boot but of course without actually saying it because he'll never actually say it the message to the padawan woe guy be honest be true and most importantly be yourself your job or your career doesn't dictate who you are. You dictate who you are. I'm not saying you have to be a rebel or take a hard, non-conformant stance. Just be yourself. The friends you have, your family, that should be most important. Listen, your job's important too, but friends and family, they'll respect you either way. Hopefully you can deal with the douche you've become because you think by emulating your boss and his vocabulary it makes you a man. The cycle of doucheness must end. Now, is the the master he he the master woe guy? Is he saying that to you to like lessen the blow of having to tell you what to do or telling you you're doing the wrong thing? Is that what he's doing? Trying to be nice? Like in his own mind, he's got himself convinced. Just tell me straight up what I'm doing. If I'm doing something wrong, if I'm not doing it the right way, just tell me. Don't don't say, whoa, guy. Whoa, guy. Don't do that. It doesn't... It, y y I'm deconstructing your whole shit right now, and you don't even know it. All the guys out there who say, whoa, guy, on the job, you know, take your passive aggressiveness, this shit, go fuck yourself. There's a lot of people out there like myself. We work hard. We gain our respect the old-fashioned way. By earning it, not by kissing ass, not by being a clone, not by looking up to, yo, this guy, he, he's got a house, he's got a car, he must be doing something right, let me act like him, let me be like this guy. Meanwhile, he's got to hide who the fuck he is every day. He's got to live with that every day, being somebody else, being someone he's not. 
He's got to face. He's got to face everybody. And you know, guys like myself, I see it. I see right through it. And we don't give a fuck about your lingo, and we don't give a fuck about your status, and we really don't care who the fuck you are. We refuse to play a game, whether or not you're playing one or not. I just said whether or not you're playing. That's like a fucking real redundant right there. But I wanted to talk about that real quick. About the woe guy. Everyone out there has a woe guy. You know who he is. He's the guy. Who, he's the boss. And if you're doing something wrong, instead of saying, yo, you're not doing that right. Do it like this. You're like, whoa, guy, what are you doing? And you just you bite your fucking teeth. And you take it because it's your job. You don't want to fucking crack this fucking guy. And, and, you, and you move on. That's what I wanted to talk about just now. So that song right there, Fuck You Anyway. Fuck you anyway. It's pretty much self-explanatory. Fuck you anyway. On a different note, I just want to talk about something real quick. Two seconds. Not even. It's not even going to last a minute. But it's something that I think that um, everyone can relate to a little bit. If if we're at a stop sign, I'm in a car. You're in a car. We're at a stop sign. Opposite sides. Right. We reach the stop sign at the same time. I wave to you to go, all right? Don't wave to me to go too. After I waved you to go, there's no need for the double wave. I let you, I want you to go. Now you're shrugging that off and telling me to go. What is what is that? Just just go. Just do it. There's no need for the double wave. Stop doing that. It's just fucking up the works. You're just confusing everybody. It's just stupid. Giving you the wave? If you gave me the first wave, I would just go. I would just take it. So just take the fucking wave and go. Fucking up all the traffic every, oh, every day with, with these fucking people. And stop with the bumper stickers already. Holy fuck. That and the devil horns. Stop doing the devil horns. Fucking doing the devil horns since 82. It's fucking 2015. You're still doing the devil horns. Alright, there was... um, This is just a... Stupid shit with fucking people. I was... <laughs> Alright, so some of you know, some of you might not know that I, I'm a delivery driver. That's what I do. I drive around and drop packages off. I had to go into a doctor's office, so... Went into the doctor's office. Two packages in my hand. I'm online. I wait online. I'm nice. I don't cut in front of anybody. I mean, if, it, if it's packed, I'll fucking walk around... But there's one one woman in front of me and then the desk with a with a lady signs for the stuff. So I'm waiting behind the lady waiting behind the desk. And um so she, she helps the woman. The woman leaves. <laughs> now I'm wearing a uniform. I wear a uniform. Okay. This, this <laughs> I walk up, the lady behind the counter says, What do you want? Fuck you mean what do I want? I'm wearing a uniform of one of the top, you know, four or five package delivery services, and I got two packages. What do you think I want? What are you doing? You think you have something over me because I need you to sign for something that's for you anyway? What, is, what the fuck? I'll be right back. Alright, I'm back. I just want to take this quick opportunity to thank a couple people. 
Um, John Doberg, James Callen, Kevin Barry, Sydney Penny, all you people over there, you know where you are. League of Assassins Joe, check out League of Assassins on SoundCloud. And um, of course, my brother Anthony, my wife Angela, big shout out to those two. Can't do it without them. Jay and Chris Torini, my boys, Johnny Nissan and Billy G. The whole Kuba clan, Rocket, my man P. New, Paulie Nugent, Stevie Mendoza, big supporter, Jay from Atlanta, huge supporter, BT from Australia, big shout out to Heavy Metal Mike, my man Devin Butler, the Moon Bat Podcast, check out the Moon Bat Podcast and uh, State of Grey as well, along with Pot of the Damned and Rebel Songs Podcast, check out the Dirty Angels, the Pretty Freaks, the Green Up Podcast, my man Ryan, Bold and Belligerent, Lauren was on the show last week, check that show out. The Lo-Fi Show, Bats, Brute, and Tin Man Speak from the UK. Check those guys out. The Fearcast and FYFC Podcast. Check out Boys and Ghouls. Great show. Great shows, everybody. And, of course, last but not least, Attention Deficit Order with uh, Chris and Skip and Yo and M and all those good people over there. So I just want to do my quick shout-outs real quick. And I want to remind everybody to go to iTunes and leave ratings and reviews for my show. Growing up, not growing old, I'm kind of... I've been stuck on... I think, I don't know, 14 for a minute. And also want to let you guys know, I got new t-shirts for spring, summer. Fucking sick design, I got to say. Really, really good design. Go to teespring.com backslash gungopod. Teespring.com backslash gungopod. I don't, you know, I don't drink. I've been drunk in a year and I'm still slurring. How is that possible? I just slurred my slash. I don't know, but, um... And uh, GoFundMe.com backslash Gungo1. That's the number one. GoFundMe.com backslash Gungo1. That's the number one. I just put out a call on Twitter if anybody wants to Skype in and talk shit for a minute. And uh, we'll see if we got any any takers out there. We'll see if we got any bite. Any? I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say if we have any biters, but I don't know if that's. Excuse me. I don't know if, if, if that'll work. Oh, I want to say what's up to uh, Karoshi911 on Instagram. Also, big supporter. She got a shirt last time. Check her out on Instagram. And uh, Ken's1NY, who I think he changed his name, but I don't know. Arlo? I don't know. Sorry. Fancy Dan Hands on Instagram. Oh, you know, great follows on Instagram. Check those people out. Really, really great feeds they got. And um, if you want... You know, check out my other my other Instagram is Gungo Toys at Gungo Toys. Where you know I just take the stuff that my kids play with, take a picture of it, and then like do something with it. I don't know. I put a filter on it, or I'll throw it in a background. I think the last thing I did was I put Tron, a little Tron figure. I put it in a Tron background, and it, I gotta say, it's pretty fucking seamless. Really, I think it's really seamless. It's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Skips on uh, Skype. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, Mike? How are you? All right, thanks for calling in. Um, like I said, I just put the word out on Skype, and uh, you responded, so here we go. Yeah, well, like I was telling you just a second ago, I'm over in Florida. I'm actually uh, on the East Coast, so our times coincide. Wow, you're right. I was thinking about it because I was like, he gets off, he gets home from work at seven, and it's like seven there. So how was he doing that? But I guess there's the answer. Yeah, yeah, it's four back home, but uh, but over here it's seven, so it worked out well. Wait a minute, uh, it's ten o'clock where I'm at. 
Oh, you know what? My computer has not fucking caught up with the time change. I was looking at its clock. <laughs> You're right. It's fucking 10. You know, there is a part of Florida that is an hour behind, though. I think it's over by the Gulf somewhere. They're an hour off. Oh, under Alabama and, like, uh, Mississippi and stuff? Yeah, I think they call that, like, the fucking uh, panhandle or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. But I'm in Orlando, so I'm I'm East Coast. Last time I was in Orlando, I had a fucking... I had a great time. Went to Universal, Disney World, the Orlando Ale House. It's a great town over there. It's real nice right now. Yeah, it, the, the weather's pretty nice. It's a little more humid than I'm used to, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I can see Epcot from my hotel room, and, uh, so I'm, I'm close to where you are, too. That's nice, man. You see that, that big giant golf ball? Yep. <laughs> what, what's the purpose of that thing? What does that mean? I have no clue. he was a big golfer, I guess? Possibly. I mean, I've only ever been to Disneyland over in Anaheim in Southern California. Mm. I've never been to Disney World before. Been to Florida a few times, but uh, but not to this part down by Miami more. Well, I've been to Disney World, a um, lot of fun. Um, I've been to Disneyland on your side of the world when I was a kid. I don't really remember it though, so that was pretty pointless. That I was there when I was like five, and I have no memory of it. Yeah, yeah, that was about the uh, my my kid was about five the last time I was there, but you know. For the most part, it's the same as Disney World, except it's a little more smushed together, and they don't have all the ancillary parks like the, you know, Magic Kingdom and the the uh, Safari thing and all that stuff. I think they had I got MGM down there too. I think MGM has a park over there too. Uh, I know Universal does. Not sure about MGM. Well, the last time I was there, the MGM had a park, and uh, we went on the Twilight Zone ride. Or is that you? <laughs> I don't know. But it was fucking fun. You go in this elevator. Like, remember, you ever go? Oh, wait. Shit. You don't. You have uh, Six Flags in California? Yeah, there's a Six Flags. Uh, it's down south, kind of near Disney, but a little, um, eh, like an hour from Disneyland, basically. Well, the Six Flags over here in Jersey has a ride called the Free Fall. And you just, it's like an elevator that just falls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a – Paramount has a, a, a an amusement park near me in San Jose, and they have something similar. They call it the edge. You yeah. basically go up like 12 stories and then drop. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I like those things. Um, the Twilight Zone one, though, it's inside a building, and – you stop and then the elevator doors open and you see like where you are like height wise yeah and then the doors close it goes dark the next time it's open you're like on top of the world it's fucking <laughs> really cool oh shit and then you just drop boom really yeah. cool are you gonna um hit any of the parks or anything we'll see how it's going um i'm here for business so i may not have too much time for pleasure we'll have to play it by ear and I'm not here with any of my kids, so I don't have any uh, real reason to go. I'd be the creepy solo guy. <laughs> oh, all right. So you, so you're there solo. Yeah, at the moment. Wait, you're there by yourself? Nobody? No, straight up, just you? Well, no, I got a couple coworkers who are here, but oh, okay. uh, but you know, coworkers. Oh, man, you guys are gonna have a good time, man. Yeah, should be good. You going out tonight or anything? 
Uh, well, I already did. I went and hit a, a brew pub and had a couple beers and a nice. little bit of whiskey. And now I'm back in the hotel room because, well, Skype don't work too well in a public setting. What's your whiskey? Uh, well, this time I got Knob Creek. Wow, I never had that. It's a uh, Kentucky bourbon. It's kind of in the mid-range as far as bourbons go. Yeah. Um, kind of like Maker's Mark, if you've had that. You know what? My whiskey, when I was a drinker, my whiskey, I pretty much stayed on the Irish side. Uh, Jameson, Bushmills, yeah, yeah. and um, I, I drank this other shit. I only drank it a couple of times called Telemore Dew. I love Telemore Dew. Yeah. I, I'm a fan of whiskey in general, scotch, bourbon, Irish, whatever you like. Um, <laughs> so Telemore is something I've, I've bought a few bottles of, and I do like that stuff. That's good. Yeah, I always went back to the Jameson, but uh, I liked all that. I liked that whiskey. I don't know why the Irish. I don't know why I like the Irish shit. It just something was different about it. Um, Jack Daniels is more as a bourbon, right? Kind of. I mean, it's from Tennessee, so they can't technically call it a bourbon. Right. Um, they have to call it a sour mash, but it's basically the same thing. Because that Jack Daniels just put me to sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I if I was to drink the Jameson or like some uh, uh, um, uh, Ange, what's the type of tequila we used to drink? Don oh, the Don Julio. If I drank Don Julio, I'd be fucking ready to party, you know? Yeah, well, that's that's me too. Tequila certainly lights a fire under my ass. Um, <laughs> whiskey, whiskey's more my. Uh, I'm just chilling at home. I got home from work. Kids are asleep. I want to drink before bed. That's it. Pour myself a little whiskey. Oh, you're, you're like a real fucking gentleman, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that far per se, but um, I do like scotch. I do like Irish. I do like bourbon, you know. I'm not a fan of clear liquor. I like my liquor to be dark. I hear you. When I was um, in junior high, uh, let's see, junior uh yeah, like seventh grade, I, w- I stole my, uh, my mom and her... St- uh, her husband, my stepfather, had a bottle of uh, Doers in the, yeah. <laughs> in the in the liquor cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I took that shit. I drank that shit all day, and s- since that day, I never touched it again. I can believe it. Doers is pretty fucking rough. That shit was nasty, but you know what? I took it in gym class. I was taking swigs out of my gym locker. <laughs> it was a good day, but that shit was nasty. I forced it down though. Yeah, the best game of dodgeball ever, right? Oh hell yeah! No, we we played hockey. We had no, these, there you go. these little shitty plastic hockey sticks, and uh, <laughs> we would be hitting people into the like the folded in bleachers. <laughs> oh, it was great times. Yeah, and you didn't feel a thing because the Dwarves. I guess so. I guess that's why I was out there, you know. Yeah. Just running shit. That's <laughs> uh, funny. I right, I'm gonna get serious on you for a second. Yeah, you bet. Have you seen the Star Wars trailer? Like five times <laughs> in a row. Yes, uh, I fucking can't wait. I think J.J. Abrams is bringing it back. Right. Yeah. It feels like the magic is there. I don't know what else to say. You're right. Um, okay. Now I loved the first teaser, but it, it was just a teaser, right? Yeah. This fucking thing. I'm not too. I'm not too much of a man to say when fucking Han Solo and Chewie came on the screen, I got the chills at the end. Oh, yeah. That and uh, the other thing that got me was seeing Luke's robot hand touching R2. Yeah, that was kind of weird because you know it's him because it's him doing the voiceover. 
Right. But he, his dad was a little arm. Like it was like a looked like a boy's arm. Yeah, well, I think it's the, the whole CG effect thing. They got it, you know, they're laying the skin over his regular hands. So we'll see how it looks uh, in the rest of the movie. That did look a little phony, I agree, but still, I thought that was cool. Yeah. Luke's back with his droids, you know? Do you have any, like, all right, you're a Star Wars guy, right? Would you, you, you bet. You, you can say it, okay. Forget about all the rumors. Forget about all the shit we've heard. What do you think this is going to be about? Um, well, you know, based on gut feeling, it's really going to be about, uh, well, first things first, the Empire is not the Empire anymore, right? It's like the first order or something like that. They have a new name. Um, um, I don't know, but when the scene of the army of stormtroopers, they had a different logo. Like their flag was different. Yeah, exactly. So they're not called the Empire anymore. They they have a different name. I can't. It's first something, but uh, I, I really think it's going to be them uh, trying to overthrow the new government and um, you know new Sith lords rising, trying to fucking take power, and it'll be getting the gang back together, all the original cast members that are going to be in the movie, plus these new characters, right. and how they try to stop them. I think that'll be the deal. You know what else I noticed about the trailer is, okay, let's take A New Hope, right? Yeah. One of the things that I loved about A New Hope was you had these different characters from different places coming together. Yeah. Um, you know, Han Solo and Luke are from different backgrounds, and... Uh, even though Obi Wan was from where Luke was from, it's a different character. He's the old, the old man, the the, the mentor. Right. Um, I noticed in his trailer, our new main characters seem to be all from different places as well. So you got the X-wing pilot, right? The black stormtrooper, right? And then you have the girl who looks like a Tatooine person, right? So I think they're gonna have what you said. With the old timers coming back and they're trying to fight off the new uprising. And plus, then you're going to have the story of these new people coming, all coming together. And that, and then when they all come together, that's where our story continues in the second one. I think you're right. I can see that. And, you know, I, I just, I got a lot of hope in me because J.J. Abrams fucking turned the magic back on for Star Trek. And I am not nearly as big a fan of Star Trek as I am of Star Wars. Right. But I really liked his two Star Trek movies. They were good. So if he can do the same kind of thing for Star Wars, that guy's set for life. Yeah, I was just going to say, I liked the second Star Trek, too. People shit on that movie, but I liked it. Oh, the one with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's con? I thought that was fucking great. Yeah, I liked it. I didn't... You know, I guess because I'm not a Star Trek fan that I didn't have that much stock invested in, in Khan or who he plays or who he is. Um, I just kind of went in and watched it, and I liked the second one. Yeah, I don't understand the beef against it, but, you know, it, a lot of the time it's just the, it's the fanboys who won't be satisfied unless it's like Leonard Nimoy or William Shatner directing, you know. Yeah, and I think the big problem was Khan is like, his name is Khan Singh. He's an Indian. Yeah. And Benedict Cumberbatch is, you know, just a white dude. Well, yeah, but so is Ricardo Montalban if you want to get technical. <laughs> yeah, but at least Ricardo looks, he kind of looks dark. <laughs> they gave yeah. him a serious tan in that one. That's right. You you can make him brown more easily, I guess. But um, 
Still, he's Spanish. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that second Star Trek anyway. But and um, yeah. So, no. What else I found out, which is awesome, is that new droid BB-8. I think his name is the little soccer ball thing. Yeah, that's not CGI. Really? That's a practical effect? Yeah, at Star Wars um, Celebration, they fucking had the thing roll out on the stage. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that. But, I mean, I've only seen it in the teaser and then for two seconds in the thing they just released. Well, let me, you know what? Before I say that, let me, maybe they used CG for the movie, but they actually built a working droid and they, the fucking thing rolled out on stage. And I watched the video and I couldn't figure out how they did it. Because the little piece on top is moving as the ball's moving. It's sick. Huh. Yeah, I got to watch that. That sounds interesting. But, you know, I mean, R2 was, was a practical effect. He wasn't drawn in or anything. So uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, JJ's he's keeping it real, I think. You know, he's realizing what worked in the original three and probably what didn't. In the uh, the prequels, do we can we just dismiss those now? Or, like, what's your feeling on the prequels? <coughs> uh, you can ditch all of them, but Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I'm with you on that. Yeah, Revenge of the Sith was good. I mean, you got to see Vader become Vader. You got to see huge, devastating battles. I mean, it was that was well done. Even though there was, you know. Gungans in it, and and it still had the the kind of terrible direction that yeah. the first two had. It was still a pretty kick-ass movie. But it's here's the problem I had with um the Vader thing is it's almost like he gives us something cool, but then takes it away. Like oh, we get to see Vader the helmet going on, but then he does that you know the classic thing that everyone bitches about. No. And he's and he's wobbling and he's he looks puny by the way. Yeah. Like it killed the moment. The the his where's Padme? You killed him. No, it's oh man, you just I the moment was there. You just took it away from me. Yeah. You know, I only saw Revenge of the Sith once, um, and it was a while ago. But what I remember about that was. You know, that, that scream of no made me feel like, oh, he's fully gone to the dark side now. He's just given up on trying to be good, and now he's going to be a real bastard and kill all the remaining Jedi and stuff, you know? Because yeah. I remembered all that stuff from, like, the expanded universe and the other mythology that goes along with Star Wars. And so seeing that made me realize, oh, fuck, he's about to go on a killing spree, which kind of rescued it for me. But right. I can see your point. I think it was so, just a bad delivery. Well, it's Hayden Christensen. He's been in like three movies after Star Wars and then done nothing, right? Um, well, when you say done nothing, you mean nothing like successful or anything good? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> he's done stuff. Yeah, just not good. He just did a movie. He just did a movie with Nicolas Cage where they play like, I think they play samurais or something. Oh, it looked awful. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I don't want to see that. Oh, no, no. Why would you make that movie? I bet I you fucking know. Chris knows about it. I'm sure he does. He that guy sees every movie no matter what. He probably fucking seen the thing, right? I can't believe it's going to be Christmas this year already. Holy I fuck. I know, I can't wait. You're going to see it in the theater, right? 
Of course, yeah. I played the trailer for my my kids and my wife, and everyone was jumping up and down like we can't wait. So, awesome. yeah. Did um was your wife in on the Star Wars universe before she met you, or you brought her in? I mean, she'd seen the movies, and I guess you could say liked them, but I don't think that she was. And she still isn't. Like, I make references to stuff from Star Wars, and she's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. But then, you know, I've seen the original three at least 100 times a piece. Oh, yeah, easily. And they just released them on digital, too. Yeah, I know, and they finally did the original theatrical release as part of that package. Wait, wait, wait. The original um, non-altered fucking movie? As I understand it, yeah. Uh, I, I might have to get that now. Right. I mean, I saw him on, uh, for a deal, all six movies, both the original re- theatrical release and the bastardized version where Han doesn't shoot first uh, for like 80 bucks on Amazon. 80 bucks? God, that's cheap. Yeah, basically for nine movies, you bet. Here's the thing I hate about the... the, the um. You ever see people with shirts that says, um, I saw a guy with a shirt. It was green with black letters. I think it said, who shot first? Yeah. But there's no question. Right. Like, there's no question. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, not my that's mind. Why, Yeah, that's why we love him. Because he's a bad motherfucker in that right. universe. Yeah. He I mean, he's no, a nice guy, but don't fuck with him. He had no problem blasting that dude because he knew that Greedo was going to blast him. Right, that's was one of the first things we. That was like one. That was like our first introduction to him. So you can't see that. I don't know. That's just. I want those original movies back. I have it on Laserdisc, the original. Well, there you go. Oh, that's... it looks awful too. Well, yeah. <laughs> it looks like someone shot it on a on a shoulder held VCR camcorder. Like you put the tape in the thing. Oh yeah, no, I remember those. My my dad had one when I was a kid. It had a huge battery pack on your hip. Oh yeah. To to drive the damn thing. Yeah, that was the they weighed like forty pounds all told. <laughs> I think Lucas shot Star Wars at one of those because the laser disc looks awful. <laughs> yeah. So that's something to be said about some restoration. Right. Well, and I mean laser disc was popular in what, like the mid nineties? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they didn't last long. That's all I remember. I remember going to like Blockbuster or one of the other movie rental chains and there were laser discs there for maybe four years and then they disappeared because DVDs came out. I have um, a nice little collection. Uh, not that I had a laser disc player. I just like to look at them. Like, they're really cool to look at. Cause right. They're, they're the size of a record and they have an inlay card and it's a big silver disc. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I had a buddy who had a laser disc player, and I remember him, but never had one myself. I only got the biggies. I got, you know, Pulp Fiction, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Psycho. Well, that's I, a good collection, man. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street is a sick one. There you go. Are you going to be on a attention deficit order this week, or how are you doing that? Yeah, we're probably just going to record later in the week, probably Friday. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't get back uh, to the Bay Area until uh, till Wednesday night, like at eleven. Oh, so you got some? It's like uh, I mean, you said you were there for work reasons, but it's kind of like you're on a little vacation almost. 
Well, a little bit. I'm not uh, putting kids to bed and, and doing all that regular rigmarole, yeah. Damn, how, but, I mean, uh, your kids, I think, are a little older now, but how is it sleeping? Like, you can wake up whenever you want right now. <laughs> no, not really. Oh, I mean, no, no, no they're, they're uh, 10 to 5. Like, I got, one, I got three, one in the middle of that. Uh, oldest is 10, youngest is 5. And, uh, well, you know, they'll wake up really early. They'll wake up at, like, 7 on the weekends or 6. Yeah. Um, uh, but they'll usually just turn on cartoons, watch some TV for a little bit. And what usually gets me up is either, uh, you know, I wake up about 7.30 no matter what. And then if they start shouting or arguing before that, then I'm up to <laughs> So, and that's usually like, I don't want to watch your stupid show. No, I don't want to watch your stupid show. Yeah, man. There you go. That's what's up right there. Let them wake up and put on, put on the TV themselves. Oh, yeah. Hey, I remember Saturday morning cartoons being a kid. That was awesome. Yeah, but they don't, right now, you, Saturday morning cartoons is just put on the Cartoon Network pretty much. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, they have a whole, what, four or five channels dedicated to them, but... It's the same principle. Yeah, well, you got Cartoon Network, get the Hub, you know, Nickelodeon. Do you remember when Cartoon Network first came around? Yeah, more or less. I mean, I didn't grow up with cable. I didn't get cable till I got my own apartment about twenty-two. Yeah. Um. So. Um. But I remember like stuff like SpongeBob coming up. I remember the old Boomerang Network and stuff. Boomerang is still around, actually. Not in the Bay Area. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, Boomerang is old? Yeah, yeah. Boomerang was like the old uh, um, WB, you know, the, the Looney Tunes stuff. And Oh, get out of here. I thought Boomerang was an was a offshoot of Cartoon Network. It was. Oh. It was, it was all the stuff from like the, like say, 30s to the 70s, kind of. Like the original Space Ghost. Hannah Barbera. Uh, yeah, Hanna-Barbera, Looney Tunes, uh, Tom and Jerry, Woody Woodpecker, all that kind of stuff. When Cartoon Network first came out, I was psyched because I thought it was going to be Transformers and G.I. <laughs> Joe and all right. the cool stuff. And it they played all the stuff I didn't like. Like, I didn't like the Hanna-Barbera stuff too much. Like, um, what was that Snidely fucking Snide with the oh, dog? Yeah, that the dog. guy. Yeah, yeah. They played like Josie and the Pussycats and Yeah, Gem and all that stuff. Oh, they're making a fucking live action gem movie. I know. I've heard we've I think we've talked about that on eighty or radio. I can't believe they're actually doing that. Yo, eighties nostalgia, man. I think eighties nostalgia might be dead. Nineties nostalgia is like the big thing now. Well yeah, I see flannel shirts and fucking <laughs> and uh like ripped up jeans and Converse making a comeback. I think so. Oh, just leave it alone. <laughs> leave the nineties where they were, man. Uh how about all these people who who are dressing like that? Why don't they start booting up fucking black tar heroin while they're at it? Well they could. Apparently it's back big time. Oh, I don't that's crazy. I don't I can't even imagine that. Yeah, no, I just read a thing, you know, uh, you, you know, Vice, they have that show on HBO, they do yeah, all the documentaries. I got a bunch of them DVR'd, actually. Yeah, so I read their uh, their website a lot, and they just did an article on this this uh, new cartel, they're, they're taking Mexican-grown black tar heroin, and they're basically doing like an Uber-style thing with it, where they 
um, they publish a number, you know, on Silk Road or Facebook, whatever, someplace, and junkies find it. They call that number, and then a fucking dealer who lives in Mexico but crosses the border every day drives up to the spot, you know, a park or a fucking 7-Eleven or whatever, and uh, spits out little balloons full of black tar heroin and then drives off. That's like the new thing, and it's huge in places like fucking Denver and uh, like the whole Midwest basically is having a huge problem with black tar from Mexico. Why? Because mainly it's a delivery service? or Well, because they're going to places the, – this new cartel is going to places where um, there aren't already established heroin dealers. So like in New York and fucking San Francisco and L.A. where there's already gangs that are controlling the heroin – they're not going there. They're not challenging those people. They're going to smaller cities where there isn't already a gang controlling the heroin. Wow, what a good business model. I guess, yeah. Jesus Christ. I miss the, uh, well, I can't say I miss the old days where your, your dealer used to like drive to your house and just drop shit off to you. I wonder if that still happens nowadays. Where, like, where, like, when you're a kid, when I was a kid, and probably you too, you would go to the payphone, beep your guy, he'd call you back, and he'd deliver it. Yep. I don't think they do that anymore. Is there like an app? <laughs> there might be an app. <laughs> I certainly know that most payphones don't call back anymore. I don't even – I can't even find one. If I had to find one, I couldn't. Yeah, I think you're right. I think every payphone I've seen in the Bay Area, you, you look at it real close, and the fucking handset has been ripped off and like hidden someplace. Yeah, exactly. Why are they all missing their fucking hand, their handsets? I don't know. I tell you what a great find was. When you're a kid in the streets, finding a payphone that had the number, the callback number on it. Yep. Dude, that was like finding a fucking piece of gold. Yeah, well, that was pretty much every phone when I was a teen in the Bay Area. They all called back. But eventually, I think the police got wise because uh, the, the phones we used the most frequently all of a sudden stopped calling back. Yeah, and then you know we'd find a new phone, and that would last for a month or two, and then that would be gone. So I was, uh, yeah, right, and um, I don't know. Kids got it easy now. I think. Well, yeah, you got a cell phone. You, you can buy your. You can download your Silk Road app. You know. Wait, what is that? Silk Road is the. Um, it's the dark web. Um, that whole idea that. Uh, if you use like anonymous web browsing, you can sell pretty much anything. And uh, so the Silk Road is was a website on the dark web where Maybe a guy I'm, who I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, I'm very ignorant to this. What is the dark web? So have you heard of the Onion Router or the Onion Browser? Fuck no. Tor. Nope. So. Tor stands for the Onion Router. It's basically a way to surf the internet completely anonymously because when you type in uh, a website, it bounces your request to go to that website through a ton of different computers. And so basically what it does is it allows you to mask who you are, where you're surfing the web from, and it allows you to go to parts of the web that wouldn't be found by Googling for them. Okay, cool. And so a lot of it is um, 
um, you know, people who are really concerned with privacy and, and things like that. But it's also shitheads, like, you know, people who are uh, human traffickers or um, people who are selling weaponry, shit like that. Right. Um, Silk Road was a, a website on this dark web. And you could basically use Bitcoin to buy anything. You could buy heroin. You could buy coke. You could probably buy a fucking RPG. You know, I mean, yeah, it, yeah. just whatever you wanted was on there. And as long as you paid in Bitcoin, which is relatively anonymous, you could order that stuff. So, um, so Silk Road. Um, the guy who was running it was apparently in the Bay Area, <laughs> and they caught his ass because he made a, a rookie mistake. He basically didn't encrypt one part of his internet traffic, and so the FBI found his ass. Oh, and shit. Uh, yeah, he's basically on trial now for fucking every crime under the sun, or facilitating every crime. They are gonna crucify him, man. Yeah, except for there's already been a Silk Road 2.0. So another guy started running a Silk Road, and I'm sure you know that one got broken up. And I'm sure there's a Silk Road 3.0. Wow! So. so like, if I wanted to get some crack or coke one night, yep. I could just go on there and see who's got it. Apparently, I mean, I've never been there myself. I don't use the Onion browser. I don't. You know, the worst I do is go onto the website for the fucking medical marijuana club I go to and pre-order my stash. Right. Um, so I'm not in the market for Coke or a Russian bride or a fucking nuclear warhead <laughs> or whatever. Um, but yeah, apparently anything you wanted was on the Silk Road. And this guy made, you know, a couple million off of three or four years of operation. Can't believe I never heard of that before. Wow, that's really cool. It's like Yeah, it fucking, is unless you're the guy who got popped for it. Like the black market. It's like the cyber black market. Yeah, basically. Exactly. I just want to, uh, I'll let you go. I just want to ask you one more thing. Did you see the Superman versus Batman, uh, I'm sorry, Batman versus Superman trailer? Sure did. Uh, what's your feelings on that? Um, well. Eh. Wait, before, wait, how were you on the Affleck thing, first of all? You know, I really don't have that much skin in the game. Like, Ben Affleck is a good actor. I've seen him in other movies that I, I really liked. Um, he's built like Batman. You know, he's a pretty tall guy and pretty burly. Yeah. Um, so I didn't have the strong feelings that a lot of other people did. You know, I piled on. Sure, Batfleck, that's easy to make fun of and everything. Yeah. But um, it, it, it was never something where I was like, oh, this is it. I'm not watching the movie. Fuck them. They ruined it. That, that wasn't me. I was... There was a lot of people out there like that. Exactly. But you know what? I saw The Man of Steel, and I really liked that movie. And this adds to that. I mean, it adds Batman to a Superman who doesn't mind taking down a fucking high-rise building in the middle of Metropolis. Right. And so to me, that's going to be an interesting mix. Yeah, no, I'm. I gotta say, I'm with you too. I I liked Man of Steel, and a lot of people shit on that movie as well. I fucking like that movie, and I don't like. I don't think I like any of the Supermans, maybe except for the originals. <coughs> Agreed. I didn't like uh, Superman Returns. That one was garbage. Um, and after the first Superman with Christopher Reeve, it got really hokey pretty quick. Yeah. 
Uh, you know what? I like the second one. The second one with the three, uh, the three uh, Kryptonians. With Zod. Yeah. The original Zod. Yeah, that one was okay, but again, I, I don't know. It it didn't have the same magic for me the first one did. All right, so um, I I was against the 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 Affleck casting. Yeah. And then I saw some artist put his face in the back costume and his stupid chin was still there, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I saw like that shit that got leaked from last year's Comic Con. Right. And I was in. I was like, yo, where's the trailer? Come on, let's do it. Finally, yeah. so I, I'm all in on this. I got to say, I'm 100% in on um, this new Batman Superman movie. Uh, he looks pretty badass in the suit, man. I got I to gotta say. Yeah, he fucking looks yoked, dude. He looks like he could take Superman on. Yeah, man. I mean, they really, they really built him up, man, to look like fucking Batman. I mean, he's got that big barrel chest and he's a big dude and he's tall yeah. and, and the voice isn't so bad either well he doesn't lisp like chris christian bale right that was bad there was one scene in dark knight where he lisped so fucking bad it was comical it was so bad yeah yeah and you heard the batman voice from uh, ben affleck in that trailer and it sounded good it sounded good he was um he was in the that suit so it was, it was a little more robotic than i think it's gonna be but it was fine. It wasn't, was, you know, Afflecky. Yeah, well, and if you talk to Yoa from uh, Attention Deficit Order, he'll tell you that's from uh, some some comic that <laughs> Batman had a suit like that for fighting Superman. It's from The Dark Knight Returns. That could be. I don't know. Yeah, it is, 100%. I, I'm a bit of a fucking Batman geek. Yeah, I know. I think we talked about it last time. and But... Um, but yeah, Yoa knows exactly like the page it's from and everything, you know. I'm sure so. he's against the ba- the Affleck thing, right? You know, I don't think he's he cares that much. Oh really? Uh, yeah. Well, we haven't talked about the new trailer on the show yet, so I don't know for sure. We'll find out next week. But uh, but I think he's just happy that DC is starting to make blockbuster movies like Marvel's been doing for the last decade. And I like I like DC's tone. I like the dark, the gritty. Yeah, well, it wasn't always that way, though. I mean, it just started happening with, like, the Christopher Nolan Batmans, really. Yeah, then they kind of took the ball with the Man of Steel, and they're just running with it, which I think is great. Although, I did hear that they're looking at Lord and, Lord and Miller to uh, direct um, one of their movies, which is retarded, because those are the guys who did Lego Movie and 21 Jump Street and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Huh. Which goes against their whole thing. So I don't know. It's a rumor. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it. I guess it depends on the character. I mean, there's some characters that are kind of humorous in the DC universe. Shazam, maybe? He's kind of silly. <laughs> yeah, he is a little silly. Or uh, like that guy Booster Gold from uh, Justice League. I don't know Booster Gold. Is he on t- Teen Titans Go? That's my only, <laughs> that's no. my only uh, reference to them. No, no, no. Um, the back in the '90s, they did you know the Batman com- uh, cartoon and the Superman cartoon. They did a Justice League cartoon from the same artists. Oh, Bruce Tim and those guys. Yeah, and they also did a Justice League Unlimited, and and Booster Gold's like, he's from the future. He's got this little fucking computer robot thing that floats around his head, 
And he's basically coming back so that he can become a superhero in the future that everyone likes. But he's really kind of a douche. Like, he's all about press and all about merchandising and stuff like that. Is he black? No. Oh, no. That sounds like a black name, though. Booster no. No, he's a white dude with blonde hair, and he's just kind of a douchebag. And he, he's the guy who, like, you know, he'll pull the pin on the doomsday device and go, oops, sorry, guys. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he's kind of the doofus. But, um, you know, if they're doing something like that, I could see it. If it's supposed to be a serious movie like Batman versus Superman or, or Man of Steel or any of those, then I, I just don't see it. I forgot who it was, but um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I think James Wan is going to do Aqu Aquaman. James Wan did, you know, uh, Insidious and fucking one of the Face of Furious movies, so he's pretty good. Yeah, Chris has been talking about him and excited about that. So, I mean, that's all the recommendation I need with how many movies that guy watches. Yeah, how does he do it, by the way? I mean, <laughs> I mean that's really insane. Well, he's got one kid, and... Uh, and that does make a difference. He, yeah, yeah, it does. And and other than that, I mean, he'll he'll just go on like a lunch break. Well, big shout out to Chris and Em and Yoa from Attention Deficit Order. And Skip, I want to let you go because you're in beautiful. Even though it's ten forty-five, you're in beautiful down south Florida. Yes, sir. I want to thank you for jumping on at the last minute. I think that's really really awesome. Um, yeah, you bet you, man. If, Anytime. If you wouldn't have done it, I think the show would have been twelve minutes because I ranted for like twelve minutes. <laughs> Ran out of steam, huh? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I would say so. But um, thanks again, and enjoy your time down there, man. All right, brother. You have a good one. All right, later. Later. All right, big shout out to Attention Deficit Order. All the people on that show. All the people. It's four people. What am I saying? All the people on that show. Big shout out. Go check out Attention Deficit Order on iTunes, man. Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And do the same thing for all the shows I mentioned earlier. You know, that really, I think it means something. I don't know. I don't With the rankings, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really care about the rankings, but then again, I do. I'm like the guy who, who I'm like the, the woe guy, but with rankings. No, I don't care. But let me check them anyway. You know what I'm saying? I say I don't care, but all right. I'm now I'm really fucking babbling. All right, later. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G-U-N-G-O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com. <laughs>